Yes, hello, Jeff here, and welcome to episode four of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to. Before we get going, I'd like to say that last week I really shit on the whole Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa, followed by the Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher segment, and I realized in earlier episodes, especially when I was with Sal, I said that 205 Live needs more wrestlers with personality. Now, segments like this should be used to further feuds and build character for wrestlers involved. I would love to see more segments kind of like this, uh, utilized better, of course, to make me care more about the 205 Live wrestlers. However, there is no excuse for this bad of a segment, and fuck everyone involved, whether it be the writing staff or the wrestlers doing it on the fly. One more bad segment like that, and I will have no other choice than to root against all of these wrestlers in the future. Okay, I'm glad I cleared that up. Now it's time to blow away the cobwebs and get the ball rolling with this episode of 205 Live. This episode takes place on Wednesday, December 5th, 2018. We have a news ticker on the bottom of the WWE Forever opening announcing the passing of the Dynamite Kid. Or just Dynamite Kid. The second half of the British Bulldogs. Uh, it's a sad day for wrestling. Um, he passed away on his 60th birthday. And I'd like to send his family and friends my condolences. So tonight we will open with Brian Kendrick versus Drew Gulak. Uh, I'm sure some tomfoolery will, ha- tomfoolery will happen in this match. Uh, they make sure to play the end of Gulak's awful promo promoting this match. Uh, thanks for reminding me of that dirty snatch of a promo. Later, we will get an in-depth look at the Cruiserweight Championship match between uh, champion Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander. Uh, and in the main event, we get uh, baby faces, and I put that in quotations, Lucha House Party in a tornado tag match versus Mike Kanellis and TJP. I was going to ask if it would be under Lucha House rules, but the versus graphic just shows Kalisto and Dorado, so that answers my question. The tornado match is a staple of 205 Live and a specialty of Lucha House Party. Really? This is still all news to me, but if Mr. Salty Slack says so, I guess it's true. Uh, Drew Gulak out, accompanied by Jack Gallagher. His American flag-style robe on the back has stepped to me, which is what he said in that promo last week. And maybe I missed it, um, but I guess that's his catchphrase now. Uh, Anyway, Brian Kendrick is now out, accompanied by Akira Tozawa. Uh, There's seats in the crowd uh, across from the hard cam. And a lot of seats, actually. It's pretty empty over there. Uh, The announcers are referring to Drew Gulick as the submission master. And honestly, just watching these past couple weeks, I kind of like TJP for that title. Because he just does kind of more dynamic submissions. But I guess Gulick does do submissions as well. They start the match off, and they do a lot of feeling each other out. Not in a sexual way, unfortunately. But, you know, they're just grabbing each other for locks and reversing. Anyway, Gulick has the first offensive maneuver, and he hits him with a clothesline. Uh, Gulak with some chain leg locks. Uh, there's a weird standing leg DDT by Gulak. Uh, and then Kendrick starts going for a full Nelson, which, uh, you know, he's quite smaller compared to Gulak, but I don't know why he would go for that. Anyway, he turns it into a tiber- tiger suplex, which actually looked pretty nice. Um, for some reason, Kendrick has a really nasty, like, welt on the side of his bob- body in the shape of Gulak's hand. I don't really know when that happened, but. It's pretty nasty looking. Um, 
We get Gulak then reversing a kick attempt beautifully into a brutally hard powerbomb. I mean, Kendrick's head bounced off the mat. The announcers agree that it was a beautiful but brutal powerbomb. Um, and then he goes right into a single leg grab. Gulak is controlling the majority of this match, and he's really chaining his submissions together, and uh, I approve. They show a replay of that brutal powerbomb, and Nigel gives a lethargic wham when Kendrick hits the mat in slow motion. Kendrick uh, comes back with a nice calf kick, and as he goes for the pin, Gulak reverses that into another leg submission. He chains it into a calf crusher, kind of with like a, a stretch. It does look painful. Nigel refers to Kendrick getting into the ropes, getting to the ropes to break the submission uh, as he slithered like a slug, which is kind of a weird analogy to make, but Kendrick... Uh, Kendrick is once again referred to as the man with the plan by once again Joseph. Fuck you, Joseph, with the ham-handed nickname plug. There's no reason for it. He is really living up to that baby Cole nickname I provided him. Nigel. I like Nigel. But then he says, YWTO, you will tap out. Come on, man. You're better than that. They slug it out in the middle of the ring, and Kendrick ends up putting the captain's hook on Gulak. Gulak makes it to the ropes, and we actually hear some boos from the crowd. I honestly forgot there was a crowd there, but they start to get into the match, so uh, they reminded me. We get a nice dragon suplex by Kendrick, which Baby Cole calls a full Nelson suplex. I, I guess he isn't wrong. We get a two count. Gulak is then thrown to the outside, uh, right next to Tazawa. And then Gallagher throws Tozawa into the ring post. Baby Cole responds to it with a very adult response. What the heck? Roll up by Gulag for two. And then we get sliced bread number two. And as predicted earlier by me, Gallagher is in to attack Kendrick. Crowd is booing loudly now. Kendrick is fighting back, but the numbers take over and Gulag applies the Gulak. Tozawa in, but is attacked by Gallagher immediately and gets a headbutt for his troubles. Kendrick is out, and the heels start celebrating to enormous boos. Two things. I realize I really play-by-played that match, and I'm a lot more angry this week than normal. Uh, and then on their way back, Gulak seems to taunt some uninterested kid by the ramp in the crowd. I, I don't know why he did that. Um, we go to the desk, and they recap the main event from last week, and immediately go to a sit-down between Buddy Murphy and the PP kid. They talk about the rematch. Murphy calls Mustafa Ali his tougher opponent, and he makes a challenge to Alexander next week that he wants the wizard. <laughs> Get it? Wiz? Wizard? Anyway, he wants the wizard to choose their opponents. So I guess they will both wrestle next week against not each other? At least that's what I got out of it. Now we get the typical squash match, and we get Ari Davari coming out. I guess he's supposed to look like he's rich? He kind of looks like he's from Florida with that uh, open, uh, like, flowery shirt, and he has a tank top under it and some yellow sunglasses. It's a look. Um, when he wrestles in the ring, he looks like he's dressed for a street fight. He's got the tank top and the pants and whatever. His opponent is Clay Roberts, who looks like a washed-out Daniel Bryan. Davari beats him up aggressive, aggressively. Excuse me. <clears throat> And we see Atami watching the match sagely as he rubs his chin. Navari slaps the shit 
out of old Daniel Bryan, and he gets his finisher, which is that clothesline. It's like the whatever. It's the, it's the typical clothesline. Um, and he picks him up before the three count, hits it again, does the same thing, and then hits him with two really stiff clotheslines. And he goes as he goes for the third, Clay collapses, and Davari wins by referee stoppage. We go back to Atami, who seems to approve. We now get a normal Mustafa Ali promo, not in some hallway with a generator going in the background. He talks more about how he's going to come back from his loss. He's happy for his friend Seti. Yeah, he calls Cedric Alexander Seti. <sighs> he talks about how he doesn't care who he fights, and he goes for the title when he goes for the title again. This was probably the most generic babyface promo of all of his usual babyface promos. We then get Cedric backstage with not Dasha Fuentes. He responds to Buddy Murphy's comments. More babyface stuff here. I'm going to call Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali next week. Just seems like they might be going towards that. Oh, no. We get the return of that horrible purple name graphic with the blinding white background. This time, it has Noam Dar's name. Please don't be another bad promo. Oh, we're off to a wonderful start as he's in a car at night with a hoodie on. He's usually fun and easygoing, but Buddy Murphy disrespected him. He challenges Murphy, but not for the title. Not sure he wouldn't, not sure why he wouldn't really ask for the title. Look, I like Noam Dar, but he delivered that promo like he woke up from a one hour nap and then took three Xanax. You gotta have some charisma, man. He needs the charisma. Lucha House Party out, Kalisto and Lince Dorado. They have all their pinatas there, and they have little pinatas and sombreros. They start handing out to crowd members. I guess it's better than pancakes. Nigel starts insulting them, but then stops himself and says something along the lines of, I could say more, but it's not like they would even understand what I'm saying. Because they're Spanish? Okay. It kind of reminds me of Bobby Heenan on commentary. I'll be waiting for the jalapeno and burrito references soon. Kalisto tries to throw a sombrero into the crowd, and he misses. Yes, he somehow misses the crowd. And then he misses it again. How do you miss the crowd twice? It doesn't even make it to the barrier. Apparently, they're also handing out trading cards, and they give one to this Asian girl, and Kalisto puts a sombrero on her. And she could not look more unhappy about this what a buzzkill she is jesus anyway we get mike and maria coming out to the greatest theme in the wwe which is rudely interrupted by tjp's music now with more guitar they finish walking down to the ring to the lesser song they all start attacking each other and lucia house party quickly takes over we get a splash plank splash combo on canellis then a drop kick to TJP. Both heels on the outside, and Dorado with a top rope crossbody to the outside, which I have to admit was quite nice. He got a lot of height on that. Lucha House Party has a Christmas sack I was apparently unaware of when they came to the ring, and Kalisto starts rummaging through it as Nigel says, He's stealing the Christmas gifts! <laughs> Alright, Nigel. Kalisto in the ring with TJP, Dorado on the outside with Canellis, Tornado DDT, to TJP by Kalisto and Canellis with a huge spine buster on Dorado on the outside. Maria then steals Penelope, or should I say Gail Kim, and distracts Kalisto. 
TJP takes advantage of this, and then we get another death on live WWE TV as Maria smashes and stomps Gail Kim. Rip Gail Kim. We get some clarification, though, from Nigel after Mike Canellas rips the head off that pinata, and it was indeed Gordo. Finally, another name I've been clamoring for the other pinata's names, and we finally got one. Well, had one, as Gordo has been decapitated now. Mike hammers away at Dorado on the ground with Dorado's old mask in his fist. Nice touch. Kalisto breaks the barrier when Mike takes out his legs from under him, and he hits his face on part of the barricade, and Baby Cole says, Kalisto, face first, over the barricade. Nope, he did not go over the barricade. Nice try, shithead. Oh, God. We get the typical double golden rewind. You really have to be a couple of assholes to get hit by that move. It makes you look dumb if you're just standing there waiting for it. Kalisto and TJP in the ring. Kalisto's in control with some high-flying moves. TJP gets Kalisto in a yes-lock slash STF submission. And he keeps the legs crossed, and he keeps like kind of transitioning to different submissions. Uh, we get a replay of what we missed, which was off-camera. Mike Canella is doing a Russian leg sweep off the apron into the barricade onto Dorado. TJP keeps ripping at the mask of Kalisto, and TJP's in control. Nigel then calls Kalisto ugly under his mask. Percy defends Kalisto and says, How could you say that about my man? Ugh, shut up, Percy. Nigel says he was so ugly, Kalisto's mom got morning sickness after he was born. <laughs> That's a good one, Nigel. Uh, TJP is now has a knee bar on, and Maria's yelling tap to Kalisto. But Kalisto makes it to the ropes, much like a slug from earlier, but he doesn't. nobody says that. He yells at the ref to have TJP let go of that submission, and he was really selling it well, I have to say. Canellis is back in the ring now, too. Oh, just to get kicked in the face. Kalisto is taking on both heels. TJP in the top rope, Hurricane Rana by Kalisto, onto Mike Canellis. And then both heels fall down. They don't look smart here. Dorado with a really ugly head scissors on Mike. Uh, and then a huge slap to Mike. We get Dorado's three moonsaults on Mike. Crowd is actually really getting into it. TJP saves the pin only for a two count. Dorado and Kalisto fire each other up. They kind of start slapping each other in the chest and yelling in Spanish. Kalisto goes outside to get the sack. And then they lay out all these tiny pinatas. Don't fucking tell me. They're going to slam someone into them like they are thumbtacks. Please. Please don't do that. TJP and Dorado back and forth. TJP is on the top rope. And Kalisto and Dorado go for a double suplex onto the pinatas. But Mike saves it. Mike picks up Lince Dorado on his shoulders. And we get a really dumb slash weird spot where Kalisto just kind of pushes Mike back to the corner. More like he walks him back to the corner with Dorado on his shoulders, and TJP just kind of waits for Dorado to come to him. Then we get the double superplex spot into the pinatas, and Baby Cole literally sells it like they're thumbtacks. God fucking damn it. Thank God Mike saves the pin, and that's not the ending, and Nigel agrees with me. Dorado and Mike send to the outside, and TJP with a big power bomb for two. Now TJP has Gail Kim the pinata, and Kalisto saves her. 
He's, but he does throw the pinata at Maria and knocks her off the apron because baby faces. Uh, Salida del Sol, where he kicks off of Mike Canellas on the apron. And then the shooting star press from Dorado for the win. Why pinatas? That ruined this match. This was a halfway decent match, and you're going to go ahead and ruin it with these stupid pinatas. I, I hate that. I hate it. Look, I have to say, I'm excited that Mike Canellas is on every week, but I don't think he even has a finisher. That's how little he is being utilized right now. Yes, he's on every week. Yes, they have good heel tactics, but what's his finisher? You, nobody can even tell me what his finisher is. Everybody else has a finisher on 205 Live, except for the, you know, the jobbers. He's quickly becoming a mid-card heel, and he needs something to boost him up. Hopefully in the coming weeks, but that's just my bias talking because I like Mike Kanellis. Uh, we get Buddy Murphy versus Noam Dar announced for next week, and Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nese announced. Guess I was wrong about Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. You know, just hear me out. You could have made it interesting and had Alexander versus Ali and Murphy versus Nice, but hey, who am I? Oh, God, it's not over. We get an awful graphic again. The same stupid purple letters with the white background, but this time it's for Tony Nice. And oh, good, he's in a boiler room with lots of noise in the background. Glad I didn't miss a promo with that awful noise in the background. He says basically that he has Alexander's number and he's going to beat him. And that's how we end the show. Well, I have to say, this was a halfway decent show. Um, the opening match was actually better than I expected. And the closing match was, uh, why pinatas? That makes me so angry. And then you got the typical jobber match. There was a lot of promos in this. There was a lot more than usual. You got the Noam Dar, the Tony Nese, the Mustafa Ali, the Cedric Alexander, the Buddy Murphy. There was a lot of them. Um, but, you know, wasn't wasn't the best 205 Live. Wasn't the worst. We'll go with that. Anyway, that does it for this episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. I'm Jeff, and sorry I was more angry than usual this week. Thank you so much for listening, and tune in next week for some more 205 Live action. Just like See ya. Now.